You are now listening to Heart Takes with your host, Reed Bonner. Welcome to Hard Takes. It's Wednesday. Hump day. Hump day. We got an interview with Bo Bauer. We're going to talk Iowa football. A lot of fan mail asking us about the what we think about the upcoming season for Iowa football, what we thought about this past season. We'll talk about it all. T-Bones is going to join us. My pod dad. Father. The pod father. He might join us. He better join us. He's, dropping, he's swinging through the house, so he better hop in the booth. Stop in the studio. Yep. My bedroom. <laughs> so, yeah, um, what did you think about this past season, Casey? Um, You know, it had, had its up, ups and downs. Young quarterback, usually a lot of struggles with that. Defense showed a lot of signs. Really couldn't stop the run this year. That was a big, big factor. But, you know, Brian France is going to be a year older calling plays so that's gonna help i'm just waiting for that patriots offense yeah i mean they have the tight ends they have hawkinson and fant no fant font however you say it i think and well we talked to bo bauer on this episode i think the biggest part that's gonna be hurting is our linebacking core oh yeah replacing all three replacing an all-american replacing a three-year starter and bo or two-year starter two or three-year starter bo you probably should know that. Yeah. I think he's a three-year starter. He played. He played for three years. <laughs> he played, yeah, he played a he lot. He started, definitely started the past two years. Neiman played Every a lot, game. too. And Neiman. But um, somebody, I mean, Iowa linebackers, you never really have to worry about it. It's usually next man in. There's another Neiman brother, younger yep. brother, coming younger. up. He's supposed to be pretty good. He's bigger than Ben. Mm-hmm. And then corners, I'm sure. Corners and D-backs, I'm not too worried about. Coach Parker will handle that. I mean, they have everyone coming back but Josh Jackson and Miles Taylor. But yeah. All right, so, yeah, we'll be good, maybe. Hey, hard take. John Milani, get yourself working, man, for the show. He'll be there. Good friend of the show. Don't sleep on John Milani. John Milani, go take that position. Iowa, Iowa known for their white safeties. I had Bo Bauer talk a little, John. John we got Milani. Hooker. Hey, Hooker is a good player. Hooker's off. And that number, shit. I, hard take. Reed said it first. Geno Stone. That's Gino one of the. Stone. I said it when I saw Jackson in the Rose Bowl as a true freshman. I, Eklund Doyle. I texted you on the way back. I said that Josh Jackson's a good football player, as a true freshman, and I saw Geno Stone flying around this year, and I was impressed. That's a good football Pretty player. Good. He'll good. be very good. Hankins, other cornerback, right? Matt Hankins is that his name? Um, there's a this taller guy. Number number eight. Somebody, yeah. There's yeah, a number eleven too out there. Yeah, that. I think that's a more of a. That's I can't say crazy name. name that I don't know. Manny Rugumba, he's back. Rugumba will be back. Yeah, defense, defensive line will be nice. Epines will be a year older. Hesse's back. Hesse. Nelson. Nelson. Nelson boys. The Nelson boys. Hesse. Yeah, we're not worried about yeah, the D line. D-line defense will be, be solid. Linebacking crew though, that's. My mark. my biggest. Uh, Concern about Iowa football for the past few years has been their receiving core. Somebody's got to step up. Nick Easley's a nice player, but you need someone he other can't, than Nick Easley. Yeah, somebody's somebody's got to step up. We got Fant. Fant Tight ends will be all right. Yeah, somebody's got to step up as a premier. We need. I honestly haven't been very impressed with anybody since DJK and McNutt. Man, nope. We need one of those guys. So, somebody step up. Let's go. Number 12, I'm looking at you. What about Amir? Amir. 
He's quick, fast. <laughs> Amir will ball out. He made some plays this year. Um, he's going to catch the ball more. Hey, hard take. Recruiting news. The guy that just committed out of California, the quarterback. What's his name? Um, Spencer Petrus. Petrus broke all of Goff's records. Watch this highlight tape. 6'5". Impressive specimen there. You got to let him battle for the starting quarterback job. Nothing against Nothing against what Stanley has a – Nate Stanley, he has a hose, though. Nothing against what Stanley did can, this year. I wasn't not impressed by him. You build around him a little bit more. But let Petrus compete for that job, man. Petrus wants it. He's a baller. Let him have it. You don't just you don't just screw around and break Jared Goff's records. First round quarterback, like it's beast. He there must be something special about him, and I'm ready to see it. We'll see. Probably no one in Iowa. Probably redshirt though. Yeah, running backs will be all right. We got a couple guys, Torn Young and Talks. Kelly Martin, Ivory Kelly Martin. Yeah, Ivory Kelly Martin. There's three guys there that can ball out. Torn Young, yeah, you said that. Line, not worried about the Iowa offensive line. They had the two freshmen, uh, Alaric Jackson, and who was the other guy? He's good. Not worried about the Iowa offensive line. It's like mm-hmm. a, it's pretty much like I'm a Vikings fan. Couldn't name two of the Iowa or two of the Minnesota Vikings linemen because I'm just not too worried about it. Riley Reef, Sama, and I, I yep, Riley Reef, <laughs> but. Iowa offensive line, not worried about it. They do a great job down there. They'll It's next man in, just like linebackers. Kirk but. said he expects that line to take a huge step forward in 2018, mm-hmm. so look out for those guys. Probably, Iowa's probably the best at developing linemen. Iowa and That's Wisconsin. That's what they got. Iowa That's and Wisconsin. Get, yeah. Obviously, Alabama gets the four or five-star guys, and their line's always unbelievable. So if we can put together some, I'm telling you, we need some receivers. Yeah, we really do. We got we some receivers. We got some receivers, but we need some receivers to step up a little more. Like, you got Nick Easley, the consistent guy. Easley. Smith Marset, really fast. But. Easley, Iowa Western boy. Shout out Reavers. He he came to Iowa Western right after I left. And I think he may have taken my number hmm. for the first year he was there, 25. <laughs> but then he took 15, I think. Then he, Funny. Then he continued to, like, break all the records. So it's probably a good thing that he came. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Iowa Western, good place to go. Bo Bauer, what about Bo Bauer? What did you think about that interview, Casey? I thought it was pretty interesting. Talked a lot of Iowa football. Got into talking about Josie Jewell, that linebacking group, special linebacking group. And then, uh, yeah, talked about being a walk-on. Yep. Also found out that his class he came in with, less than 50% of those guys are still there. Yeah, that that was, that was one of the surprising things I learned about the interview. That so it's my class. I'm Bo's age. Yeah. That less than fifty percent ended up graduating from Iowa. Not a typical Kirk Ferentz thing, right there. No, not at all. Probably has a decent graduation rate compared to the rest of the schools in the Big Ten, especially. So yeah, here's our interview with Bo Bauer. Hope you enjoy it. Yeah, I how are you doing? You you been good? I'm good. What are you up to? Not much. Just chilling up in Cedar Rapids. With, have you ever met Casey Dom? I think I met you at like Iowa baseball camp one time. Dom, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, good to have you here. Uh, how have you been? Uh, you you training still at Iowa? You gonna yep. you gonna do yep. a little? Training started officially Monday, so we're just um guys are training here. You're gonna, you're gonna make a run at the league. That's the plan. Yep. So nice. go pro day, pro days, 
March, like, 20th or something like that, and then hopefully get on team, and after the draft, see what happens. Hell yeah. Look camp. Hell yeah. A lot of the... A lot of the Iowa guys like you always get a decent shot in the NFL, so I'm sure you'll you got the work ethic for it. And uh, yeah, yeah, that leads that leads me into the first conversation point here. Uh, I remember back at Phil Johnson's strength and conditioning, we were like sophomores in high school or freshmen, and I would yeah. go there. I would go there like maybe three times a week. My brother would go there more often, but then I heard that you went there like twice a day. So. Uh, yeah. So talk about that and how that helped you getting to Iowa. Yeah, I mean, Phil's like a second dad to me. Uh, it started like seventh grade. Cause my dad understood how important it was to kind of work out. and It worked out real nice because Phil's uh, gym was literally like a five-minute drive, if that. Um, so I'd go there, and I kind of fell in love with it. You know, obviously, when you're young like that, you're kind of like, eh, I don't really know about this kind of stuff, but... Um, started out young like that, worked on technique and kind of got that dialed down and uh, just fell in love with, you know, the atmosphere and the people that I was working with and stuff. And um, Yeah, we'd have times where we'd come in in the morning and work out and so we'd always have some, like, post-work, like, fun stuff to do, like hoover ball or anything, you know, cool shit like that. And then we'd go and take a nap or something and come back and do another training session. Oh, yeah. um, that afternoon so yeah, that was really fun just progressing through um, he became the strength coach at West Branch High School which is where I went to high school um, my last year two years of um, uh, high school so it was nice just being able to have him in the school and then you're able to go and lift at the school and then go to class and stuff too so um, he's been a big part of my success definitely uh, throughout my life so yeah. So did those uh those workouts? Did, how did they translate to Coach Doyle's workouts? Yeah, so Phil interned with Doyle, um, so he he knew exactly kind of what what was going on. Um, so we do a lot of the same things, uh, a lot of Olympic type lifts, um, squats, and kind of pal, uh, plyometric kind of workouts and things, and you know everything from you know pre to post. Um, warming up, doing kind of speed work stuff, band resistant stuff, to um, different kind of post stretching and um, different kind of conditioning routines and stuff too. So Phil knew what was up. So it was kind of nice just kind of going into Iowa with a basis of kind of what I expected uh, to happen. So it was nice. Yeah. So um, when you walked on, uh, how did you uh, earn your stripes there? Was it in the weight room or did you have to wait to get on the field and crack some heads or? How'd you, how'd yeah. you do that? Yeah, so, I mean, it, it's kind of both. The weight room, it kind of correlates to the field, obviously. But you, you'd come to Iowa to play football, so that's kind of number one. So um, probably when you get the, your pads on for the first time, it's kind of really when people um, kind of take you for real because you can lift weights all you want. But yeah. until you're able to actually play the game, it doesn't really matter how much weight you can lift or how much weight you put on a bar. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, definitely um, when you put your pads on for the first time, just start hitting and getting your technique down. And the biggest thing is being able to be coachable and um, just adapt to different situations and stuff. So that was probably the main thing is just first camp. First camp is probably the, the main starting point where, you know, you're able to think about, okay, I'm able to play this game at this level. Um, and it worked out, so. Yeah, um, Casey, you got a question for Val? Yeah, so uh, you played with 
uh, Josie Jewell and Ben Neiman right next to those guys for a couple of years. Can you kind of talk about like the impact those two had? Like, it seemed like you guys had pretty good chemistry out there. Yeah, I mean, Josie, I mean, his, his work and what he's done is kind of self-explanatory, you know, not as an All-American, um, a lot impact award winner and all these kind of different award stuff. Um, he's always been just a real hard-working motherfucker. Excuse me for cussing on here. Oh, no problem. Is that a bad thing if I cuss on here? No, you're good. All right, sorry. As long as, um, as, as first yeah, he's, good, man. He, he's, a, he's a good dude. Um, you know, again, just works hard. And uh, Ben Neiman as well. Uh, he came a year after Josie and I came in, so he's a year younger. But he graduated at the same time, so he was only here for four years. Um, so he's working out with us too right now. And um, just two really smart dudes and guys that you know I look up to as well. Um, and then we just kind of compliment each other, able to, able to know what everyone's doing at the same time, and just kind of uh, work off and compliment each other's work. And when that comes in the film room, weight room, or on the field, it's uh, it's nice. So uh, I remember my days of playing when I was at Iowa Western and then at UNI. It really surprised me going from high school to college on how much time you got to put in the film room to make a difference on the field. How much? How how many hours would you say a day did you study film during the season? Um, a lot. I don't even know really. I can't really put a time on it. It's just kind of always, yeah. it's always going on, especially during the season, you know. And we watch a we watch a lot, you know, at the complex, um, you know, with coach. But most it's done away from that. Mm-hmm. So you know, we we have iPads, which is really nice. But we we go in there as a group and watch film as well. But yeah, studying film, and watching film is key. Um, knowing what team, what the tendencies are before they even happen. Um, is something that gives you an edge. It's, it's what wins games, um, and that's something that, like, as a senior, especially, it was, it's nice because you kind of know what you're looking at and knowing what you're supposed to be doing. Because um, watching film can be, it can be kind of a, uh, a burden if you don't know what you're looking at, especially when you're young. For sure. Um, but getting, getting able to look at that kind of stuff and knowing what you got to look at, and, um, having a good game plan is crucial for winning. So that's so, nice. So, uh, what was we got to talk about the Ohio State game and how everybody it, it took them out of the playoff. You guys just absolutely clobbered them. Yeah. What what happened in that game? What was the game plan? What was the difference that people may not know about? Uh, may not know about. I mean, honestly, like I don't even know what happened. To tell you the truth, like, it just you know, I think uh, you know we came ready to play because I mean it's Ohio State. You got to be ready to play. Um, you got to be able. You got to show up, and all of our guys did. And honestly, I just. Don't think Ohio State showed up with their A game that game either, um, and it just it showed, and um, it's just something that uh, I'll never forget for sure. That was an unbelievable win, especially to beat them the way we did. Um, it is crazy. So uh, yeah, that's, that's it for that. I mean, yeah, that was... no secret formula or anything or any secret weapon. It was just guys ready to go, ready to play. Everyone was on board and just knew that it was going to be a you know a sixty minute game. And uh, it just turned out, you know, to be a little less than that, which isn't always nice. But um, yeah, it was fun for sure. Um, what was how bad was the field at Yankee Stadium? It was terrible. Like, did you have any I, chance of uh, making a solid cut at all, or it looked terrible? Yeah, it was not good. Um, it was just real hard. I mean, obviously it was frozen, so I, I don't know. Um, it sucked to play on, obviously, but you gotta, you know, they they couldn't 
get grip either, so it was an even playing field. Yeah, they were going. Uh, they were going to just tennis shoes. Did you guys just get informed to stay with your cleats? Trust the process with that. Uh, I personally, a lot of guys went with cleats. I think the cleats worked better than the tennis did. Yeah. They had turf shoes, tennis shoes type stuff on, but I think that honestly was a little worse for them. Yeah, uh, it was. It was. There's no grip, no matter what. Mm-hmm. The cleats kind of fit in at least a little bit. So, I would um, I would have stayed with the cleats if I yeah you know, those days of practice yeah for sure um well we just got a few questions uh what's your favorite bar downtown Iowa City off topic of football what's my favorite what favorite bar downtown of Iowa City bar uh, what's the go to I don't know if I have a favorite one uh, I like uh probably Spoko DC's or Brothers I'd have to say or Summit. Yeah, we saw you. We saw you waiting in line in like negative ten degrees on New Year's to Brothers. Yep, 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 yep. I was in town, so that was my first New Year's, even Iowa City at all. I kind of like going out because we're usually doing like, like at a game, you know. Oh, was... So I was able to go out, which was nice. That was cool. It was way packed. It was sweet. For sure. Um, who's the biggest trash talker on the Iowa football team? Biggest trash talker, like on the field. Yeah, field practice. Uh, video games. Uh, I think probably like practice wise, uh, everyone talks a lot of crap like on practice just because we try to get under each other's skin. Um, Josie does a good job at that in practice. On the field, um, it just depends the team and if they're kind of talking stuff. But the linebackers, I guess, they like to talk some. Smack every once in a while. Definitely the, the offensive lineman. Oh yeah. But otherwise, there's not too much smack talk going on unless someone's being a total douche. Then he gets his ass ringed. I feel it. I feel it. Um, Casey, you want to ask him about John? Oh yeah, me and Reed both went to the West Side. Obviously, uh, can you kind of talk about John Milani a little bit? Uh, he dates my sister, so be nice here. But uh, Milani. Yeah. yeah um, yeah, he's a good dude, he's a super hard worker, and he may, he's like, he's one of those guys that can, like, in practice make, like, crazy, like, just random plays, like, just knocking up balls and getting picks and stuff, which is kind of cool, um, but he, he's got good instincts, I think, and, um, you know, he does well, I like him a lot, good dude, uh, we met him, I met him for the first time, what was that, Orange, Orange Beach, like, five years ago, however long that was, six. Oh, dude, yeah, spring break. He was down there, yeah. Was, he was down there. I forgot about that. Scott and stuff. Yeah, we had Ezra. I we had, shout out Boo Boo, Ezra, Raymer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good time. Um, yeah, so, yeah, John's a walk on. What advice would you have for other dudes that may walk on? What, 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 what separated you from the other walk ons? How'd you get that scholarship? Um, I mean, honestly, you just put work in. Uh, you put work in and also good things happen. And everything happens for a reason. I got lucky enough to be in a spot where I was working hard enough and doing a good enough job to where they trusted me and put me in a starting job my second year, which doesn't it happen all the time, but it happens. Um, so it, it's pretty cool. And one advice I, my advice I'd give is just be ready to work because it's unlike anything you've ever experienced. Um, you don't really have any idea of what it's like until you get there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and it, it's a grind, so just gotta work. Yeah, I feel like a lot of kids are just re- trying to go to those D1 programs just so they can post it on Instagram and stuff, and it'll be really cool. And then they get there, and it's a wake up call. 
So, yeah, there's a lot of guys that don't don't make it very long. Um, more than a lot, a lot of them don't. In my class, is less than half. Really? Which is crazy. Yeah. The class so, that you came in with, less than half are still there. Yeah, definitely. Or graduated. Jesus. Or it's at fifty percent. Wow. Something like that. But yeah, it's crazy. But I mean, those guys went to other schools. Iowa wasn't their fit for spots. But there's others that. Um, just it just didn't work out. You know, football's yeah. not for them, so just make sure football's for you and just be ready to work. Well, especially when they get to Iowa City, it's a little culture shock. Like you got downtown, a lot of distractions. So I'm sure you were sure you were used to it, and you're just ready to ball. Yep. So, so uh, last question here: What's your favorite memory of being a Hawkeye? Definitely, I think um, probably the Michigan and Ohio State games. Michigan, oh, Michigan last kind of year. Games like that. Whenever you rush the field, it was awesome. Cause, I mean, oh, yeah. Michigan, we haven't rushed the field since like ten or oh nine or whatever that was. Because I was at that last game. Oh yeah. Um, when, uh, which is crazy to think about. The Daniel Murray kick. In my last four years that I was here, five years. Yeah. So that was, that was probably the best. The Michigan and the Ohio State. Yeah, I was. As a fan, I would say those are two of my favorite games too. Um, yeah, the locker room was, was crazy. Like the fans and stuff is sweet. For sure. Well, Casey, you got any more questions for him? No, but Tito. We got Tito and Kobe sitting in the studio too. Any questions? All right, bro. Well, appreciate the time. Maybe uh, down the road after you get signed in the NFL, we'll have you back on. All right, boss. Appreciate you for having me on. All right. Pleasure. No problem. See you later, bro. See you later. All right. See you. That was Bo Bauer. Linebacker for Iowa. A uh, funny story about Bo, probably my favorite story. A couple years ago, it's uh, freezing cold downtown Iowa City during the season. I lost my friends, like I always do when I go out downtown. Right, Casey? True. It's facts right there. I always just wander off to the next bar. So I'm in line, standing, standing in line for Spoko, and all of a sudden I hear, Hey, Reed! Reed! Come up here! I'm like, who the, who is this? It was uh, Bo and Josie Jewell and then the big twins, the big Paulson twins. So I wander up there like, hey, what's up, Bo? How are you doing? He's like, come in with us. I was like looking behind all the frat boys, all the jerks with their their good looking girls. No, none of them said a word. It was awesome. Walked in and had a good time in Spoko. Shout out Bo. He's like that kind of dude. See him downtown, it's always a good time. So yeah, we're going to get on to... We had a lot of fan mail asking us what our predictions were for the 2018 season. It's a little early for predictions, but we're going to make them anyway. So we're going to pull up the schedule here. Casey, what do you got for the Iowa spring game? Practice or game? Practice for sure, with a little scrimmage at the end. A little, you know, like yeah. offense, defense, crap. Yeah. I think I, I'm with you. I think that's a practice for sure. Yeah. Not much scrimmaging going on. They might have the little Des Moines practice, too. Oh, yeah. The so, valley. Uh, little Valley practice. Little Valley. Shout They're going to go over to the Johnson. other side of the state. Uh, Northern Illinois, Saturday, September 1st. Open up at home. I think it's a win. W. Mark them down. 1-0. 1-0. We got Iowa State coming to Iowa City. Big game. Two teams. Or finally, Iowa State's supposed to be. Win. I hate Iowa State. They suck. This honestly. is the first year they're not supposed to suck. Like no, even this suck. year, they're supposed to come in and suck. Iowa will always be their big brother. That's a win for me too. Win. Two and zero. Oh. Two and zero. Oh. 
We got UNI, another in-state battle. You know, the Panthers always give them a run for their money, it seems like, but uh, no, I, another I think, win. I think it's another win. I think it's a blowout this time. Blowout. You know. Yep. And it's a big one. Possibly 3-0 and Hawkeyes at home. Saturday, September 22nd. Mark it on your calendars. Could be a night game. Wisconsin Badgers come to town. If it's a night game, you never know what's going to happen. Probably a W, but I, I, right now I'm going to say loss with that question mark around the linebackers. Casey goes loss. I'm going to go, we're 3-0. and I'm assuming they're going to be undefeated. Give us a win. Big home win. Wow. I wish it was later in the year because when it's cold at night, but Wisconsin plays well in the cold too. They know what they're they do, doing. They do. So I'm going to go 4-0. and Casey's uh, got us at 3-1. and Whatever. By week, we head up to Minneapolis. Row, row, row your boat. Whatever the heck his name is. That coach that's supposed to be a big shot. Oh, PJ Fleck. Yeah. I think uh, W. Casey has us a win. I may, uh, eh, give us a win. If we have, if we beat Wisconsin, that means we're pretty legit. So I'm going to go 5-0 and there. 5 and Casey's got us at 4-1. and one. And then we go to Indiana. And that's a win for me. I think. Yeah, I'm going to go Indiana's win. trash. So. Indiana's usually never good. Yeah. Wow, I have us at 6-0. and oh. Trust me, guys. I'm not like if – I, if I thought we were going to lose, I'd say we are going to lose. But I have us at 6-0. and oh. I'm not that big of a homer for Iowa. I'm definitely not in their 5-1 for me. Yeah. So. Then we got Maryland coming home, homecoming. Kinnick Stadium. That's a win. W. <laughs> Seven and zero oh, potentially. Holy cow! Casey has a set. One, two, three, four, five. Six and one. Six and one. That's Jeez. tough math. Jeez. Uh, then we go to Beaver Stadium. That's my first loss, loss. on the schedule. I'm sorry. Penn State at Penn State Saturday, October October 27th. It'll be scary there. Halloween time. They'll be all dressed up. The whiteout. It'll just be a tough sure game. It's a tough game to win. Their backup running back from this year, and their and their backup quarterback was used as a wideout. And isn't not, is dude not coming back? I don't think so. The home run hitter, what's his name? McSorley. Yeah, but yeah, I that's a loss. Still, so that's a loss. Say, seven and one. At Purdue. Wow, I think Iowa stumbles right there. Loss. Yeah. I am loss. So seven and two for me. Six and three. Six and three for Casey. Northwestern at home. I think we get our revenge on the Wildcats. That's a that's low key become a decent rivalry. I I don't. Do we play every year? Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't. Iowa and Northwestern is a little bit of a rivalry. You got all the students coming from th- that live are from Chicago go that w. go to Iowa. Go w. That's a win for me too. Uh, at Illinois, win. Win. And then Nebraska, home. Win. Win. Nebraska sucks. I got us with two losses. Nine and three, ten and two. Wow. Predictions here. It's probably a hard take. Both. Both. But the schedule is. Uh, I honestly, that's my honest opinion. They stay healthy. Not going to act like I'm an expert on all these teams. I don't know what everybody has coming back. Minnesota, maybe. Minnesota's a question mark Minnesota for me. Minnesota and Northwestern. Purdue could Purdue. be a win. But I gave us a loss. Northwestern is at home, so I'm going to give us a win. That's other a than question that, mark for me, Northwestern. Uh, other than that, know. if we can get through Northern Illinois, Iowa State, those are two big games right away. I know Northern Illinois doesn't sound like a big game, but Iowa State's a big game. They're back. 
W. It's at home. It's at home. We beat them at home this year. Like, but it's a big game. Obviously, they might even have a quarterback. Their quarterback Kemp or whatever. He, he's trying to get his sixth year of eligibility. Yeah, so I heard that. Yeah. So yeah, those were your predictions. For just drop my phone. <laughs> those were your predictions for the 2018 Iowa football season. That was uh, Ezra Reiner's. Shout out. This is fan mail. That's what he wanted to know. Shout out Ezra. Good friend of the show. Um, yeah. What do we got? We got an Iowa game going on right now. What's the score of that, Casey? Last time I heard it was not good. Alex Hayden wanted to get on the podcast immediately. Not happy with the team right now. We'll give you a score update on that real quick, even though we're not live, so it doesn't matter. You guys already will know the score. True. What is the score? I don't think it's good. Probably not. Iowa at Rutgers. Iowa basketball at Rutgers. Then we're going to... 43-26 Rutgers. Hey. Second half. Come back. Just kidding. All right, that that does it for the Iowa football preview episode. Thank you to Bo Bauer. That's all I have to thank because we don't have advertisements or anything. Go Hawkeyes. We're going to go watch some Mount Mercy basketball. Tom Ford. Tom Ford. We'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening.